Welcome to the Crowd Church Podcast. We are an online church and you are listening to the service that we also live stream on YouTube and Facebook. For more information about Crowd Church, please visit our website at www.crowd.church.
evening. Hello and welcome to Crowd Church. Um, I'm Rach and this is the wonderful Sharon, also known to me as Shaz. Hi and, everyone. <laughs> and um, we're live today on Sunday the 13th of Feb on a rather drizzly evening here where we are at the moment. But um, if you're listening to this elsewhere and you're online, then um, I hope the weather might be slightly nicer where you are. But um, welcome. It's great to be with you. It's great to connect with you. Um, yeah, we're glad to be here, aren't we, Shaz? We are. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's nice being on the sofa with Sharon today. Um, nice and comfy. And um, yeah, so we just hope you settle in and enjoy this evening with us or whatever time of day it is when you're watching. Yeah. So um, as you probably know, Crowd Church, well, it's been going a while now and um, just massive applause to Matt and Sharon and the whole team for making this work because I just think it's phenomenal. And, um, you know, this is a safe space, a place to explore your journey of faith, um, to ask questions, to put comments in the chat about whatever we're talking about. Um, to messaging, we share we'll share details about that later. But um, we just want you to really enjoy being with us, connecting with us, listening to the talk, um, being part of the worship, and you join in as much as you feel comfy with. Yeah. Really, isn't it? Because you know, um, and isn't it wonderful to have this sort of facility to connect online? I still marvel at it. And Matt is with us; he's doing the tech. Yeah, so, because neither of us are <laughs> up to scratch on that. Because if, let's face it, if you ask me or Shaz to actually run the tech as well, we might not actually be online yeah, right now. No, I struggle with our TV. I quite often have to get the kids to help turn the TV on. So yeah, yeah. And we've also got John Farrington in the comments today. Yeah, he's moderating. So hi to Matt, hi to John, and um, yeah, so team in the background, but making it happen. So thank you very much. <laughs> Shall I explain the plan for today? Yes, please. Okay, so we've got um, a talk on friendship uh, by Nick Harding, who's one of the founding pastors of the church that we belong to. Um, mm. Yeah, he's, the talk is about what does the Bible say about friendship? Um, after that, we're going to play a song. And then me and Rach, are, we've got Conversation Street where me and Rach talk about the talk and we answer any of your questions. We've already got a few questions in, but if you want to add your questions as the talk's going, please feel free to do that. Yeah. And then after that, we're going to play another song and then we will be finished. Yeah. So lovely and straightforward, yeah. we're hoping. Yeah. <laughs> And that, as I said, the talk's about friendship today. And we were working out that we've actually been friends for 26 years. Oh, my goodness. And we've lived in four houses together, which, as Matt, my husband, pointed out, is more houses than him and him and I have been in together <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, so um, we've got, I think we've got loads of examples of our friendship over the years, haven't we? So hopefully we can drop that examples of those things and other friendships and thoughts on it really into into this evening so um yeah but when you said that 26 years I was like crikey yeah. I, I, I can it feels like not that long ago yeah. let's face it yeah but hey hey <laughs> yeah so um yeah we hope that you um will put comments in hi to everyone that is already it's love to love oh hi Matt and See if I can scroll down. Yeah, see come this on. is let me work the technology here. Go shy, you can see do it. Us. That's all I can see at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> not sure if we've got it all or not. <laughs> yeah, but um please do put your comments in because we love to um read what you're saying. And um I always say like no no question's a silly question either, is it? You know, there's things that we all wonder and um mull on. So, you know, put those thoughts in as well. We'd we'd love to read them. So um yeah, we're going to go into our talk now by Nick, like Sharon said, and um, just sit back and enjoy your brew or your sandwich or your tea, whatever, um, as you're listening to Nick. And please do include your comments in the chat. Okay.
Hi folks, it's so good to be with you today. My name is Nick Harding and I want to talk about something that is very dear to my heart. It's the topic of friendship. What does the Bible have to say about friendship? Well, we're going to come to that in just a moment. Uh, but let me first of all say that I have learned to value friendship more than anything else in the world. Uh, let me start with a story. Back in 2008, uh, Jenny, my wife and I were going through a very, very difficult time, personal time of dealing with some uh, investments that went wrong and getting badly into debt. Uh, things weren't going well for us uh, in, in my work and uh, things were really tricky in the church as well. And I felt very low. I felt very isolated. I felt really down. In fact, I got pretty much to the point of the end of myself. And if it wasn't for a few very dear friends holding my arms up during that time, I would probably have wanted to quit. Uh, but there were friends who I would meet with, other church pastor friends who would get round me and pray with me and say, we're, we're standing with you, Nick. You're going to come through this. Other just local friends who would be there to, to, to cheer me on with some encouragement and some positive words. And there were a few who were around me to speak the words of truth that I also needed to hear at that time. They were true friends. Uh, one of the things the Bible does say about friendship in the book of Proverbs is this, faithful are the wounds of a friend. And in fact, actually, if, you, if your friends aren't able to speak honestly and truthfully to you when you need to hear it, then they are probably not the best of friends. True friends can do that. Friends are people you do life with. They're people you, you laugh with and cry with. You're people you share your everyday experiences with. And uh, through that whole time of difficulty, 2008, 9 and 10, I learned something really, really important. And it's this. Friendship is probably one of the most important things in the world to get right and to invest in. I'm going to talk a bit more about those investments in a minute. I'm being the age that I am. I'm privileged to have friends who I've been around for 40 or even 50 years. Uh, so one dear couple who are very close to myself and Jenny, my wife, uh, who we've known for 50 years this year, in fact. And uh, I probably nearly killed the husband on two occasions, uh, both incidents involving cars, uh, which is another story for another day. Uh, but still the dearest of friends, friends we've been on holiday with, friends whose children have grown up with our children, uh, friends who've, who've shared in our experience of church life, who still after 50 years live on the same street as us. It's pretty remarkable, isn't it? Uh, and through those, those difficult years, I, I learned that actually friendships are more important than work. They're more important than making money. They're more important than success or celebrity. Friendships are the stuff of life. Let's face it, who's going to be there at your funeral? I had reason to think about this on many occasions. Who's going to be there at your funeral? You may get a few work colleagues, but it's mainly going to be people who are your dearest friends and family. Family, of course, is a great place for friendship. Uh, and, you know, for a marriage, I've been married for 46 years. I would have to say that you don't automatically get a good friendship after 46 years of marriage, but you're probably not going to be together for 46 years unless you have a deep-seated friendship underlying your marriage. And I would say that for, for me and Jenny, Jenny is my, my best friend. You know, we've gone through thick and thin together. Friendship is a place where you learn to love and be loved. Isn't that true of every human being, that we want to both give love and receive love. And whether that's the friendship of a marriage, may, you may be a single person who's just got good friends around you, that's, that's also a place with those folks that you can give love and receive love. Such an important part of our wiring. How, that's how God designed us to both give and receive love. And friendship is where that can happen in its truest and purest form. Here's an amazing thing. You can't take many things with you when you die. In fact, you can't take any physical stuff with you. 
people say there are no pockets in a shroud in grave clothes because you, you don't take anything with you. But here's an interesting fact. And here's uh, the, the second Bible verse I want to mention. I've mentioned the one in Proverbs that says faithful are the wounds of a friend. Here's one about investing in friendships. It's from Luke, the Gospel of Luke, one of the uh, writers who was uh, around Jesus during his time on earth. He, was, he witnessed the events firsthand. He heard what Jesus had to say, other things he heard from his followers, and he wrote them down really diligently later on. Luke said this in Luke's Gospel, chapter 16 and verse 9. He says this, Here's the lesson. Use your worldly resources to benefit others and make friends. Then, when your possessions are gone, they will welcome you into an eternal home. Do you see what it's saying here? That actually your investments in friendships have an eternal reward. That when you get to heaven, you will find your friends are there and they will welcome you in. They'll say, hey, come on, Nick, come on in. It's great here. This Heaven is everything is cracked up to be and so much more. Come and let me show you around. Let me explore. You know, come and meet the boss. It's just going to be an amazing time of reconnecting with friends. Investing in friendship now has an eternal benefit and reward. And we invest in so many things. We invest in our careers. We invest in our, you know, doing up our houses. We invest in going on exotic holidays. But what better thing to invest in than your friendships? The Bible is very clear that friendships are of eternal value. What about friendship with God? Is that is that possible? You know, the God who's out there, who's some people would think as, you know, distant and unknowable. Well, the amazing thing is this. The Bible says this. Jesus said this himself. He says to his followers, his closest followers, he says, No longer do I call you servants. I call you friends. That's amazing, isn't it? The Son of God, the Messiah, the Savior of the world, the one who was not only born as a as a human being, but rose from the dead miraculously, never to die again, was taken back to heaven to be with his father where he'd come from. That same person who is God himself says this, no longer do I call you servants, but I call you friends. I'm speaking here to some of you who are Christians, some of you who know what it means to follow God, that your relationship needs to be translated from a servant just kind of dutifully obeying what you think being a Christian is all about to becoming a friend of God not the sort of friend where you treat the relationship casually not the sort of friendship where you just take it for granted you know there's a sense of awesome respect for the mighty God who he is but the friendship that means intimacy a friendship that means sharing our deepest thoughts and feelings with him the friendship that means he will never ever leave you he said that right at the end to his followers you know for i will be with you even to the end of the age and of course he does that by giving us his spirit the spirit of christ who comes to live in us that makes it known to us that we are children of god but also that we are friends of god and that friendship is so precious it's so powerful it's a friendship that is greater than any other friendship. Here's another thing the Bible says in the book of Proverbs. It says this, there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And you know, my understanding of that verse is he's talking about friendship with God himself because God will never let us down. He will never badmouth us. He will never desert us. He will never you know, give us up as, and write us off as a failure. He will always believe in us. He will always want the best for us. He will always be there for us. And even when we walk away from him, he never takes offense. He never walks away from us. He's always there just waiting for us to return. Maybe some of you need to find and know God as a friend. Maybe some of you who have felt distant from God need to come back to him to say, God, I'm so sorry. I've ignored your friendship. I've taken you for granted. Come and fill me again with your spirit so that I can have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The very last book of one of the letters to the Corinthians says this, talks about the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Christ, who comes to live in us when we know God for ourselves. And that word fellowship, it's a combination of two things. It's friendship and it's partnership. It's being together and it's doing stuff together. You see, God invites us into this amazing friendship where we not only have him as our closest friend, who is always with us, which means we'll never be on our own. Even when we feel in our most isolated and most vulnerable, he's right there with us. But also he's someone who we, who we do stuff together with. Out of that friendship comes a, a desire to do things with him. And we've, we get to discover where's the father working? Where's the spirit working? And we get to join in on the basis of that friendship and that partnership. So I wonder whether you have invited God into your life. I wonder whether you want to do that today. Maybe I could just pray a simple prayer so that God could become your friend. Maybe you can just repeat this prayer after me in your heart or out loud. And it might be the beginning of a brand new relationship with God as Heavenly Father, with Jesus as his son, as your partner in life, with his spirit, with whom you walk with day by day, who you have friendship and partnership with in your life, who directs you and leads you and leads you into God's greatest purpose and plan. The thing that you were created for, the reason you were put on this earth, he will lead you into that, which ultimately is the most rewarding and fulfilling life. Let me pray this prayer. And if you echo it in your heart, then just say it with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you love me just as I am. And I thank you that you want to be my friend. I'm sorry that I've ignored you and held you at arm's length for so long. I'm sorry that I've tried to live life by myself when all the time you've been wanting to be my friend. Today I turn away from all of that independence, all of that pride that says I can do it by myself. And I invite you to be the Lord of my life, to be the boss of my life, to be the one who directs and guides my life from here on. Forgive me. Clean me out on the inside. Give me a clean conscience. Thank you for your forgiveness. And I welcome your peace into my life from today. Nick, um, I don't know about you, Rach. I had a bit of a warm glow as he was talking about friendship with people and mm -hmm. friendship with God. And maybe mm -hmm. some of you had that same reaction, but... I'm guessing there's some also who've had a different reaction. Maybe you actually find friendships quite painful mm. or they've been difficult lately or, or maybe you don't feel like you have got any friends at the moment. would love to hear your experience. So please do write that in the, uh, in the comments and also any questions or any thoughts on the talk in the comments. Mm -hmm. I have noticed there's a few. We've had a look at the comments yeah. now. We've finally worked out where they are. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to Gemma and to... Who was it? Um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, who's yeah. joined us. And yeah. thank you, Matt Crew, for your lovely comments, as always. Yeah. Um, but now we're going to play a song. Um, it's a song called I Will Exalt. And it talks about how God, um, God gives us meaning and purpose in life and how amazing he is. So during this song, feel free to join in if, uh, if you feel comfortable doing that. Or if it's a bit strange and it's a bit of a new thing to you, just listen to the words and just take the time to think about what Nick said and, yeah, to process that. So over to the song.
Okay, we're back. Um, this is the part that we're calling Conversation Street. So basically, me and Rach are going to have a chat about Nick's talk uh, and also try and answer any questions and just um, any comments that you've put in there as well. You'll have to excuse us if we end up peering like this into the camera because <laughs> the comments are down the side and they're quite small and we can't see them. So you might just get our faces close up there. <laughs> Apologies in advance. Yeah. Okay, so um, out of things that stood out from the talk, one of my burning questions, which it looks like Matt has the same question, is how did Nick nearly kill his friend twice with a car? I have no idea. We need to find we out, do don't we? We need to find out. Yeah, we'll have to get Nick on and find out for another week. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Rach, what things stood out to you from that talk? Well, it was a great talk, but I was looking at all those books. and I In was, the background. Yeah, and I was thinking, knowing Nick, I think he will have read every single one of those books which is quite impressive probably do you yeah. think yeah. yeah yeah so that that stood out to me but um also the um yeah how important friendship is and um some of your comments have reflected that and um yeah that it's a precious thing but it's hard when friendships go wrong that was a comment that Matt put in that yeah. um or when you lose a friendship and you know it's painful so that sort of struck a chord with me um but also how precious friendship is and then friendship with God which is still mm. one I must admit that I ponder on quite a lot mm. if I'm honest because God is so amazing and yet the Bible talks about friendship with God but yeah we can come on to that I guess yeah, yeah. yeah one of the things that stood out to me was the importance of friendship I think but having to be purposeful in that I'm not sure if he actually said that or whether it was just something that I was yeah mulling over yeah and um yeah I have actually before this talk um I actually written a list of friends and people that I want to be purposeful with mm -hmm. I'm not actually always successful in being purposeful but at least I've got my list there of, yeah <laughs> of, yeah because I think it's easy for the important things in life to get crowded out with yeah things that are urgent but not necessarily important or just daily life and I'm yeah, yeah I I can get um yeah my attention can shift with whatever's going on and I, I need to be reminded yeah of what's important but yeah so friendship with people but also yeah friendship with God like you said yeah I mean I think just for myself you know if you've got a busy job you've got um children or other family commitments or you know like if you get a new dog <laughs> sounds tough but I've heard that getting a new dog <laughs> take up a lot of time and then other things but yeah that life goes through stages and phases mm. and but I know that when I spend time with friends it does something more for me than I expect sometimes and it's like almost like nourishing it's yeah. really good for me um and particularly friends that I feel like have a really godly impact in my life mm. it does something really good for me so yeah. it's easy sometimes to go oh I'm too busy but you know we need we need those yeah. friendships yeah yeah and when Nick was talking about when he was going through a really difficult time and he needed friends to support him I think it was probably about that same time that actually I was having a really difficult time and mentally I wasn't doing well at all and I remember you saying something to me because I've been struggling for months and just not getting anywhere with it mm. and uh, and then one day it was you said to me are you angry and that was the first time that I'd stopped and went actually yeah I am angry yeah and after that I actually wrote down another whole list yeah list <laughs> list is a bit of a thing we like a list I wrote down a list of all the things that I was angry about and it went on for pages <laughs> I think it was at the time um not long after we'd had our third child and you know the sleeplessness and I'd let things mm. build up and get on top of me and because of the lack of sleep I wasn't thinking properly and yeah. whereas normally I'd have kept on top of those things I hadn't done yeah and this whole stuff had built up and actually that was a real turning point and me being able mm. to deal with that and actually get to a place of good mental health again so thank you Rach if I've not said it before <laughs> oh you have but thank you <laughs> Yeah, so I know we've been thinking about different questions, haven't we? And um, can I just look at your notes? Yeah, yeah. So, like, one question, like, what is godly friendship and what makes a good friend? Yeah, these are fr uh, questions that we've had come in. I'm not mm. sure where from. We've just been told that they are questions. Yeah, so have so, you got any thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, 
so the Bible uses maybe like phrases that um, sometimes we can think, well, what does that mean? But Nick said it in his talk, like faithful are the wounds of a friend. Mm. And I was like, well, that, that sounds like quite an odd phrase. And what does that mean? And does it mean that I can punch you, but no. I can go, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hurting <laughs> you, but I'm being faithful by hurting you. I don't think it means that. But what, what do you think that can mean? Shaz, that... I think it means that a good friend, uh, good friends actually tell their friend the hard stuff in life. So mm. if they see their friend doing something that's wrong or not helpful or just they're going in the wrong way that actually a good friend is able to pull you up mm. and just to go hang on a minute what you're doing right and, okay and for you to actually listen to that and go hang on a minute they, okay. they love me they're my friend they're not going to say this just because they want to hurt me or because they're spiteful they're actually doing this for my own good yeah and at the time yeah. it can hurt yeah in the long run it's yeah. actually for good yeah yeah I, yeah, I, I agree with that. It's like you can have a bit of internal, ow, that really mm. hurt. Or a bit like, all right then. But actually, it, it then really helps you. Yeah, yeah what... Oh, gosh. I've just, seen Matt's, see I've just read Matt's comment. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, what, what do you think about godly friendship? What What is godly friendship versus ungodly friendship? What, what does that mean? I looked up some verses earlier. Okay. So there's um, a verse that's uh, in Proverbs, which is a book of the Bible. And it says, The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads, leads them astray. And I take that to mean that there's good friends and bad friends. And the good friends are the ones that, lead you towards God and lead you towards truth and to all things that are good mm -hmm. and bad friends lead you in the opposite direction right. so it's like we need to be careful who our friends are yeah but also to make sure that we're being a good friend and that we we are actually doing those things for people and not yeah not leading them down the wrong path yeah I mean sometimes it does sort of make me think about you know, like maybe you're trying to come out of something in your life, like even an addiction or something mm -hmm. like that, drugs or alcohol. And I know one of the challenges can be your friendship group, mm -hmm. because if all your friends are doing something and you're trying not to, it's almost like you need to pull away. And it doesn't have to be something maybe as um, addictive as that, but it might be other stuff or even just, I suppose, like hanging out with people that aren't lifting people up maybe they're really gossipy or harsh or yeah. even mean do you think maybe sometimes and yeah you might not want to carry on that way I yeah. guess and that there's a verse again in the bible that I found earlier talking about gossip um also from the book of proverbs and it says a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends mm. and I think I'm just thinking about the whole thing of gossip. It's like mm. if someone is gossiping about your friend and you're listening to it and not actually checking out the truth of it, that mm. can bring real separation. Yeah. But also as a friend, if you're gossiping about your friend, yeah. that's also, it's like who wants a friend that's going to no. gossip about them? You, yeah. You don't want that, do you? You want a friend who's actually going to stick up for you and yeah. say positive things about you and not just gossip yeah. and tell your business. Yeah, totally. And, I have to say that's a real strength of yours that oh. you yeah you don't you don't talk about anybody you know if you want to say something you'll say it to the person you don't talk behind them by behind their backs and definitely try not to yeah because I'm always successful yeah and you know when I talk to my daughters about um different things um you know they're very clear they don't want to talk about their friends behind their backs I'm just like that's a good that's a good mm. quality to have but I think it's easy to get drawn into gossip isn't it yeah so, and it's easy to do if you're really frustrated with someone yeah and friends do frustrate each other don't they oh yeah even if you're good yeah. friends sometimes in yeah. the spur of the moment you can just want to go back yeah. and let it all out to whoever's there yeah but yeah. these verses talk about about kind of reining that in and not yeah not allowing yourself to do that I think yeah yeah so yeah that that's great and um what other ones are we looking at here? Here so about. yeah what do what do you think that means there's a verse in the bible that says greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends I mean what do you think that means it's well yeah there's uh, I mean it it could mean to the put you lay your life down in terms of 
you would die for them if you had to mm. in that and Jesus mm. demonstrated that mm. in the in the sense of that Jesus died for us so mm-hmm. that to take the punishment for all the rubbish stuff for our rebellion against God mm-hmm so that we can be forgiven and have that relationship with God. So I think it can mean that on mm. one extreme, mm-hmm. but I think it can mean uh, on, it's like a whole scale, isn't it? If yeah. you, when you're, you're um, doing things to help your friend thrive, even if it, sometimes you have to go out of your way a little bit or. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah. Well, I think if you do something that's a bit like sort of sacrificial, I guess, it's like you're not doing everything to please yourself, but you're like, yeah, I will go out of my way to, I don't know, maybe make a meal for a friend who's really tired if they have to cook for a few people or um, maybe even give them a bit of money to support them if that's going to help. Or um, another example with Sharon and her family is they let us live here whilst we were getting our house renovated. I mean, that was amazing because we were prepared to go and rent somewhere else and they let us stay, you know, I mean, that was sacrificial with our little brood of kids being with us as well. So it wasn't, it wasn't. Okay. It was, it was great fun. And it's like, all the jobs were shared. So that's true. With the cooking. Yeah. Rachel's fabulous at shopping online. Whereas I'm rubbish at it. So yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. In, in some ways you give something up, but in actual fact, I think we probably gained more back. Yeah, but... that's true. Yeah. I'm just looking at the comments here. So, um, so Sadaf was saying, sound, Luke 16 now, and it sounds like we've been given permission to buy friendships through uh-huh. worldly wealth. This sounds very contradictory to the rest of Jesus's teachings. Ooh, Sadaf always asks fantastic questions. Oh, good. Fantastic. So um, I'm going to look up Luke 16, 9, because I can't actually remember what that means. I think it was it was in the context of a parable that Jesus told about somebody who had been fiddling the books and his master had come to um, um, take account of the books. And this guy realized he was going to be found out. Uh So he rather than just... um, he was like, okay, I'm about to lose my job because I've done this wrong. So what ah. can I do? And he basically let lots of people off their debt. Ah. I think this is the right one. So I found the verse. Yeah, here's the lesson. Use your worldly resources to benefit others and make friends. Then when your possessions are gone, they will welcome you to eternal to an eternal home. So it's almost like saying, literally, does that say, go out and buy friendship? Do you think that's what it means? I think it's talking about how even people um well this this guy he wasn't a godly guy but he had enough wisdom to know that actually with friendship you you need to put into them and you need to to give and mm. I, so I don't think he was yeah necessarily saying yeah yeah you should buy friendship I think he was saying it was all about the wisdom and knowing mm. what's important and mm-hmm. And I think, to be honest, Sadaf, I think in friendships, we're all on a journey. Sometimes our motives um, might be really good and other times they might not. So I think, um, I, I guess as you grow in friendships, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you're not doing stuff to manipulate. Yeah. Um, I always think of, um, you know, when you hear of people that are really loaded and have got loads of money and everybody wants a bit of them, and when they lose their money, their friends walk away, I think a true friend would be there whether you're rich or poor, regardless of your wealth. So I don't think Jesus at all is encouraging us to buy friendship rather than be generous and give rather than hold on to your wealth. I think mm. that's what I take from it. But I do think we have to... um put into friendship Mm. as well as maybe take Mm. as well um you know so it's a it's a flowing back and forth yeah do you think that yeah Mm. yeah what are your thoughts anyone else got any thoughts on Mm. sadaf's amazingly good question (laughs) (laughs) do put them in the comments and see if we've got anything else i've got another question shaz what about when friendships end oh it's tricky (sighs) isn't it yeah yeah really really hard i mean I I love my friends, you know, I'm really grateful for my friends and lots of friendships that have stayed 
throughout but there are some that are here for a while and then naturally just sort of dwindle out yeah and I think that's okay and there's no sort of animosity or Mm. issues there and there are others where something might happen and friendships do suddenly end Mm. um and yeah that that can be very very painful Mm. and I know Matt made a comment about that earlier you know about appreciating friends but when they end boy oh boy that can Mm. it can feel like a wound you know like the loss of a friendship and um yeah it can feel very very painful Mm. and um you know, has God ever sort of helped you through anything like that? Or as a couple, we've definitely had that experience mm. and a, a very tricky situation. And I think in those situations, you do everything. If it is um, a good friend, you do everything that you can to try and restore that friendship. And I think if restoration is going to happen, mm-hmm. both sides need to um, say sorry for the stuff that they've done. Mm. Um uh, and stop doing that stuff the bible mm-hmm. calls that repentance um and also forgive each other forgiveness mm-hmm. is so powerful mm-hmm. but it's like you can only really have restoration if both sides do that if yeah. one side does it but the other doesn't mm-hmm. um so like if you forgive and you um say sorry for the wrong that you've done mm-hmm. i think that brings a certain amount of freedom into our own lives but if the other person doesn't do that as well you can't have that restoration it, mm. it needs both but yeah. yeah yeah it's very very tricky it is and I do take great comfort from the verse in the bible that says that Jesus is a friend who sticks closer than a brother and like for example I'm really close to my sister I know not all of us are close to our siblings but I would definitely class her as a friend but to know that Jesus would stick even closer to me than my sister, I haven't got brothers, but my sister, you know, that's just like amazing. And I think if anything like that has happened to any of you that are joining us, I just would want to encourage you that Jesus is a faithful friend who will never, ever leave you or reject you or turn his back on you and it's that's great comfort when maybe you have lost a friendship and it's Mm. very very painful yeah there's you know I take I love history and I love stories and stories of other people's friendships and um particularly reconciliation I love that and I I think God's really patient and sometimes a friendship may go like that and it may like go like that for a while and it may really hurt and you feel the void. But I do trust God that as we pray and trust him and give him our pain, that there may be some point in the future where the friendship can be restored mm-hmm. or even improved. And yeah. so I do yeah. take comfort in that yeah. as well that I believe for that. So, you know, yeah. maybe that can be of encouragement as well. Lately, I've really enjoyed reconnecting with friends that I've lost touch with. So we've not fallen out or anything. No. But um, two in particular. So one from when I was at school. And she happened to move um, on the journey to where our oldest son is at university in St. Andrews. So she lives just on the outskirts of um, Edinburgh. Yeah. So when I've taken Josh up to uni, um, I contacted her and said, do you fancy meeting up? And uh, we met up and we'd not seen each other for at least a couple of decades um, and then um, more recently our other son uh, Zach who's one was thinking about going to university in Exeter mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it says about us one son's gone five hours north and the other's thinking of going five hours south Amazing. but anyway um, so I studied in Exeter and we did a little I mean Zach did a little road trip down there and met up with a friend who still lives down there who I studied wow. with and we'd not seen each other for 29 years and I absolutely love that because yeah. we had this massive gap. Yeah. But actually, there was still this connection. And there's still, I mean, masses that we don't know about each other in the years in between. Yeah. But somehow there's still that connection there. And yeah. that was that's really great. fabulous. Yeah. No, that's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. So just thinking about um, Nick spoke at the end about friendship with God. I mean, that's a huge topic, isn't it? And what what time, you know, we haven't got forever to think about it. But what do you think about that, Shazam, being a friend of God? That's amazing, really, isn't it? If you think, like, um, the creator of the universe who, like, created all of that 
all that we can see. Mm-hmm. And I, I love looking at photographs from the uh, tele, what was it? Hubble. Oh, yeah. What's it called? Hubble Telescope. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, and I look at these pictures and they mm-hmm. they just give this reaction of awe in me that, mm-hmm. okay, God created all that. And to think that the God who created that yeah. wants to be a friend with yeah. me. It's yeah. like, wow. It is. That's really cool. It is. And, um, yeah, it encourages me because I, I must admit, I do chat to God rather a lot. It's like, you know, when I'm walking along or driving and I'm like, what do you think about that? And Or a, a favourite prayer when I'm chatting to God is help me, Lord, you know, <laughs> with whatever's going on. And I just think, isn't it amazing that we can worship God, like you're saying, and he's huge and creative and, you know, God, and yet he still wants us to chat to him. Yeah. And that I find quite incredible, really. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that there's one thing I was thinking when Nick was talking, you know, if whilst we've been talking about friendships, you've gone, yeah, it's all right for you two, you've got a lovely friendship, bully for you sort of thing, or words to that effect. <laughs> but at the moment you're struggling or you might have moved, moved somewhere new and you haven't got any local friends or something might have gone wrong. Well, you know, you can talk to God and chat with God about this and you can ask him to bring friends friends your way and I did go through a season in my life a time in my life where um the people that I was closest to for whatever reason moved um they left they went to another city they went to another country and there was a a time when I was like well who are my close friends Mm -hmm. and I did talk to God about it and um yeah I'm a writer too so I did write stuff down about (laughs) and um I did talk and pray and chat with God and asked him for help. Mm. And so I would just encourage you, if that's where you're at as well, you can do that, mm. whatever stage of the journey you're on with, yeah. with your own faith. Yeah, I've definitely been in times like that as well of asking the same question, like, have I actually got any friends when it seems like everybody's busy when with their own life? And it's like, mm-hmm. you don't feel like you lo- um, you've got that same connection with people. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I've definitely gone through yeah different periods of time yeah yeah, yeah. I'm just seeing that Sadaf's replied yeah. so I'm going to stare into the camera again <laughs> here we go uh, so going back to the pre- Sadaf's previous question she says I think Luke is about preparing for our lives in eternity by being generous and wise stewards in our present lives here on earth you answered it better yeah. than we did yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks uh-huh. for that <laughs> oh well we didn't think we chat much, did we? And no, look at us, we could go on for another hour, I think, couldn't we? <laughs> if we were allowed. There was another question about examples of good friendship from the Bible. Do we want to answer that or do we need to well, finish? Or what do you think? I think the Bible's full of friendship. Mm-hmm. It's it's full of a lot, but mm-hmm. I think full of friendship. And What would be your favourite favorite example from the Bible? <sighs> See, I really do love thinking about Jesus and the disciples that it seems he was a bit closer to, mm-hmm. particularly with John. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and also the way he was with um, Mary, mm-hmm. who washed his feet, and also with Martha and Mary um, and their brother, who was called Lazarus. I just think there's just something about being really real, eating together, being honest with each other. You know, Martha had a bit of a go at Jesus after her brother died. And I just think, yeah, there's loads of examples. And also... David and Jonathan's like a classic in the Old mm. Testament, um, like a real friendship, brotherly bond between mm. them. So, yeah. I think Can you explain more about who they are? Because not everybody's going to know. So David was... Um... <laughs> <laughs> the answer's that, no, He became a, the king of Israel. <laughs> he was the guy that killed Goliath with the little stone. Yeah, a lot of people will have heard that story. Okay, so that was David. (laughs) And then he became really good friends with Saul's son. I was going to say brother, Saul's Mm -hmm. son. And Saul was the king before David, wasn't he? Yeah, and Saul got quite jealous of David because Saul could see that David was like the next king after Mm -hmm. him and um, like more sort of anointed, more favoured type Mm -hmm. of thing. And so... Yeah, he was really, really jealous. Rather than celebrating David and going, isn't it amazing that God's mm-hmm. got a plan for you, for the nation, mm-hmm. to bless the nation? It was all about him. 
Um, but so, yeah, his son and David became really, really good friends and Saul tried to kill David at a few mm. times. But David remained really loyal, mm. which was, you know, what a conflict to be in. Your dad hates your best friend, basically. So yeah. And that how they tricky. navigated their friendship, which was quite amazing, really. Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, I think we've covered the questions that we have come in. Unless okay. there's some that we've missed and we just can't see because <laughs> the we need to, so small. We need to binoculars to read them. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that might be a, a good place to finish, what do you reckon? I think so, yeah. yeah. And um, I think we're going to go into some more worship, aren't we? Yeah, so we're just going to play one more song to finish. Um, but thanks, everyone, who joined us today and those of you that have commented. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, yeah, so we're going to play a song now and then it will just finish. You won't see us again. Yeah. So we'll see you so, again. Goodbye. Thanks. thanks for joining us. Thank you. of our garden king lift up your voice and with us sing oh praise him hallelujah thou burning sun with golden beam thou silver moon with softer gleam so strong ye clouds that sail in heaven along oh praise him hallelujah thou rising morning praise rejoice ye lights of evening find a their creator bless and worship him in humbleness oh praise him hallelujah praise praise the father praise the son and praise the 